going, guys. We finally got it going. I'm going to get it up later. over here so we can see y'all's comments, though. Good morning, Charlotte. I don't know if we've said that yet. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. And now we've been trying to figure all this out. It was perfect last night. No problem. No, like literally we did it in two seconds last night. <sighs> Technical issues, guys. We're not made for this. Some people are coming back, though. Oh, and yeah, it worked. <laughs> Thank goodness. All right, we're going to let a few people hop on here, but um, our topic for today, so we're just going to talk about all of our journeys to motherhood that can look different for everyone. So we're just going to talk about like our pregnancy experience and birth and becoming a mom and how that looked for all three of us. Let's Some see. stuff that's normal to us wasn't normal that other people didn't experience whatsoever, so. Right. We got six people on here. Y'all say hi whenever y'all get on so we know who we're talking to. Yes, we got the comments working this time. Yeah. We'll respond to your comments. <laughs> <laughs> we do have that going. Yes. We're looking a little rough. We told y'all what's going to be just our natural looks this early in the morning. It's awesome. Oh, there's the comments. Oh, there they are. <laughs> Good morning, Lexi. Oh, this is the sipping cup mom life. <laughs> I have there my kids go. here this morning, so this is gonna. I haven't gonna watch all this. So. You're screaming. Don't be alarmed. We're fighting. One of the two. Oh yeah, you share them both about. I guess we should wait till after so we don't miss oh, the comments. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll share it to the other pages afterwards. Thanks for keeping me entertained on the way to Tulsa. You're, You're welcome, so Lexi. <laughs> Glad we could help. My mom's in Tulsa right now. What are you going to Tulsa for, Lexi? Are you going to see Brett? Is he up there? Um, so I think we're going to let Sharla tell her story first. So, um, y'all would put me on the spot. <laughs> that, was, that was Kaylee. Pick that y'all out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't even know how to start it. Let me see. Hold on one second. I'm trying to get, I feel like, am I echoing to y'all? No. no. Do you have it up on Facebook too? I do, but I turned the volume or the volume completely off. So you're not echoing on our side. Y'all let us know in the comments, are any of us echoing? Because we did not do our test run this way last night. That's right. Yeah, we did not use Zoom. And I, it's been, gosh, when's the last time we, when was I doing like coffee with Charlotte? That was that whenever COVID hit and we were all stuck at home. Yeah. So a couple years. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time. So, um, well, I guess you could just start like where y'all where you were at in life and so my story is a little upside down and I don't do anything in order or <laughs> right or anything but um so I was in college I was actually going to school um, for fashion design and fixing to move to New York whenever I found out I was pregnant and um so it like that's why I always say God has like Plan, we got to stop fighting it kind of thing and um I was in I was going to fashion school 
and fashion design school and like I designed clothes and like did the whole runway thing and now I look back and I'm like that was my life you know like (laughs) and so um completely changed my life but um I was 19 and my and we me and Abel have been together since we were freshmen in high school so we were together probably six years whenever I found out I was pregnant and we it was like gosh that's terrifying you know like I was terrified I think pregnant at any age is kind of terrifying let alone like yes gosh I was so yeah, and I lived in Dallas. So I didn't live. I'm I lived an hour and a half away from family. Then it seemed like Dallas was so far, you know, like right, yeah, family. But um, I lived in Dallas and found out I was pregnant, and we uh, ended up moving back. So that's how you know. And then we were together for four years before we decided to get married. I think now we've been together for like a total of nineteen years. Okay. Yeah, that seems forever. So Abel doesn't count our marriage as our uh, anniversary because he's like, no, I put up with you way longer. (laughs) Way longer than than that. Yeah. So, but yeah, and um, with Gabby, I feel like I had an awful pregnancy. I always thought that I wanted like six kids. I was gonna be like my grandma and have six kids, but then I found out how much they cost. And body doesn't like to be pregnant at all. Uh, I don't know if y'all had, I was on bed rest for four months with Gabby and that was miserable. And I was just swollen. And I remember going and telling Abel, I just want to go to Walmart and get out of the house. Anything. (laughs) Yes. I like got into the front door of Walmart and I couldn't even move or anything. Yeah. It was awful. He was like, are you okay? But um, yeah, so then we had Miss Gabby and uh, Do you have a good birth experience with her? So I don't know if I want to scare anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was so worried about telling all of our first ones might be a yeah. little bit scary. <laughs> Which I feel like the first was hard. I mean, there were some things with Graceland too, but I don't know if it's just your first one. You, I don't know. It just seems like it was hard, but um. My epidural didn't work with Gabby or anything. And I remember being in labor and yelling at my uh, doctor saying, I'm not pregnant. I need to go home. Like I was in that much pain. I don't know. That's so weird. Like I was like, I need to go home. Like, let me leave. I don't know. What like, I do not want to be doing this right now. Yes. And I got induced and they say that, what is that medicine that you get? Thompson. Yes, they say it like triples your contractions and all the yes. Yeah. So I was just like miserable because that epidural did not work at all. So, but. You got that natural birth experience. Yes. Unwillingly. <laughs> yes. And I, uh, yeah, so everyone jokes that it took me seven years because of that, but we had a hard time after we got married. We, of course, wanted another one because we wanted uh, to give Gabby a sibling. But we had a hard time with, I mean, I did all the things. I checked my period. I did the test to see when I was ovulating. But I I think 
why it didn't happen so easily is because we were trying so hard. It was. You forget to have fun with it. Just, yeah, and I think like I stress my body out because yeah. I feel like on this time crunch when I want to have another baby. Yeah. And well, then, they say even with like your period, like if you're stressed out about starting, like you won't start on time. Like it's maybe the weird how your body concept. works. Yeah. Like overly stressing about something, your body. I guess like right. our brain. I read somewhere that like our brain, it controls like our hormone levels and all kinds of stuff yeah it's crazy but uh seven years down the road finally when I a month before I got pregnant with no it wasn't even a month it was a week before I got pregnant with Graceland um I got rid of everything they're all baby things everything and then God said all right you thought you were done he laughed and he was like yeah and then so I thought because I got rid of everything, surely it was going to be a boy. No, that's how it works. You get rid of everything, then you get a you get the same sex because then you got to go buy yeah. it all in. Well, I kept yeah. everything and then had a boy instead of a girl. So. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, you get the opposite of whatever you plan for. I think. Yeah, he's just laughing like, "Oh, let me get it." But yeah. it was all natural getting pregnant with her. You didn't have to have like any. Anyway. No, so I think, and you know, and I have PCOS, so that was also a thing about not getting pregnant. It's hard to get pregnant. Um, so we just didn't have the money at the time to try anything else. So I was just like, well, she's just meant to be an only child, like anything yeah. else out of the question. And I really think that it's just my body. I stress my body out so bad too. Right. Yeah. A hardcore diet, trying to lose weight because with PCOS, if you lose weight, then you become more fertile and everything. But it was yeah, a lot of tears, a lot. Of yeah, tears. yeah. Like, and I was just, I know my body was just stressed out because I was forcing it. Whenever you're constantly, it was like work, you know? Like, okay, we got to do it right here because I, right. you know, like, <laughs> like it was Yeah. Yeah. I feel that 100%. <laughs> and her birth was good other than like after I don't did y'all have any babies that were in NICU or uh Lakin went for like 24 hours but okay not long yeah so Graceland whenever I had her they had to do like um she wouldn't I don't know what what they would call like she wouldn't come out so they they like I was pushing for I think seven hours and then finally they were like yeah yeah I feel that me too <laughs> but still but still that I mean that's my second birth and still pushing that long was yeah long. mine was with my <laughs> best, but I had that so and uh because I couldn't I had the epidural work the second one and I was like oh my gosh if this would have worked with Gabby I would have been popping out babe okay. <laughs> <laughs> like no I'm kidding but um she uh so I pushed for seven hours but it, well, I wasn't in pain so um but finally my body was just exhausted I guess from pushing so yeah. the option of doing either emergency c-section or trying this vacuum thing and I remember like looking at Abel and he's like I don't know like <laughs> didn't research this we had no time to look it up like we had to make a decision on the spot so um, we did the vacuum and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know the risk or anything. And probably if I did, I wouldn't have said yes. 
but so we did the vacuum. She came out not breathing. So um, like you're sitting there on the bed, can't do anything. And yeah. you have your husband crying, but you're <gasps> not breathing. And yeah. At night, your hormones are all over the place. So um, they finally got her breathing. But you know, whenever you have a baby, you want to hear that cry. Yeah. <laughs> like right away, right really there. Yes. That was so scary, not hearing a cry or anything. And um, so now, gosh, I'm all over the place. Just it clicked in my head. And now I wonder, because she went so long without oxygen, she has epilepsy. I wonder if that connected. has something to do with it. It has something to do with it. But um, sorry, I like bounce. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> I guess ADHD so bad. Um, but yeah, so finally she cried and they, I didn't even get to hold her or anything. They took her straight up. So yeah. Hard. That part was hard. And you know, gosh, gosh, your brain and your hormones are like a hot mess. So everyone got to go see her and I didn't see her until she was 24 hours old. So that was so hard. Yeah. Very hard. And even though my husband was sweet and uh, FaceTiming me to see her, it kind of made it kind of sadder. Yeah. It's not the same. You don't get that thing. And yeah. And you just see them all hooked up to everything. So yeah. Yeah. Scary. But she was in there, I think, a week. So it wasn't too bad. It was wet lungs and her oxygen. Right. So she swallowed like the amniotic fluid or something when yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just from spending so much time in the birth canal. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so crazy. We used that vacuum with Chloe too, with my first. Did you? So did you ever research it after you? I did. And I wasn't a huge fan. And she also had like, so the reason she, her head was like sideways when she was coming out, but they didn't know that until she was like out. So we decided to use the vacuum. It like was on the side of her head was where it like suctioned to, you know? And so she had like this huge bruise on the side of her head. And, you know, it was all like, usually they have like a cone head. Hers was like on the side of her head. Yes. From that. I know. I know. And did you have to decide real fast too? Yeah, it was kind of the same thing. I had been pushing for like four or five hours and she just kept like coming out and going back in and they tried to like reposition her. And finally they were like, do you want us to help you? Because like, if not, this is going to lead to you having to have a C-section essentially. And once I said yes, like 30 people like swarmed into the room in like all these like full suits and they put like full face mask things on. I was like, me and Grant both were like, what is happening? And then once they did that, it was like two seconds and she was out. I think my birth kind of traumatized her on the C-section part. Yeah, I was like, I ain't having no C-section. Whatever you gotta do, but not do that the bar. Well, I did, I just, I know the recovery time so worse. I see uh, my mom's come into the studio, you know, a week, a week after they had a C-section and I can't relate because I never had a C-section, but gosh, they look so miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm like, well, what if someone's on here going to have a C-section? So I don't want to terrify anyone. Well, I mean, it's all worth it at the end. It is worth it. And I have found out, like, I'll tell more, like, there is a beauty, there is a beauty in C-sections as well. So it's not always tra- traumatic. Yeah. And some people have super fast healing times. Yeah. Like my sister-in-law, 
had a C-section and like the next day was up like cleaning the hospital room. I'm like, what are you just had your whole stomach cut open? What are you doing? Yeah. And I think it, it depends on what you did before. Like if you, so that's another thing. Um, with Gabby, I was on bed rest for four months and, um, the Amber's comment. She, yeah, said, she said, my C-section wasn't bad at all, except the bruising and the spinal fluid leak. Oh, that's, oh, did you have to Is have an comment? Yeah. Uh, so I've had three spinal taps done and then I've had my epidural and then I've had a spinal block and I had to do an epidural blood patch where they were like taking blood out of my arm and putting it into my spine because my spine was leaking from one of my procedures. And y'all, when I tell y'all, I would rather go through 25 freaking C-sections <laughs> over again than have that done again. Because I literally turned around and looked at that, whatever, anesthesiologist. Uh, like, don't get that out of my back. I'm about to punch you. And then I just kind of like fainted because it was so bad. The pain was uh, so intense. Yeah, my mom that came in yesterday, she had that done. And she said that like the headaches from that is just oh, awful. Yeah. You can't even, you feel like you can't even lift up your head. Yeah, it's bad. And like the moment they put that blood into your spine, though, it instantly, it goes away instantly. It's crazy. So Tabitha said, what was the weight difference between each kid? My first was 514 and the second was 84. Oh, what were your two kids? You remember? Um, my first was six eight, and my second one was Seven, two. And she was a NICU with all those little preemies and she looked like a, a giant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine were, yeah, I know. Mine were, um, Lakin was six. Lakin was six, nine and Parker was six, 10. So they were both. And Lakin was two weeks past due or 10 days past due and Parker was a week early. Mine, Chloe was like 511 and she was full term and then Caden was two weeks early and he was 713 and wow. both of us with both of our first that we were going to have over an eight pound baby yeah and, and we, we were yeah we both had tiny babies yeah but with so let's just scare you yeah <laughs> with Caden they knew he was going to be big um and then when I had him two weeks early and he was almost eight pounds they were like you would have had a 10 pound baby <laughs> if we would have left him in here like Oh, wow. They induced me two weeks early with him. Yeah, I was induced two weeks early with both the girls. Yeah. So but, you know, Right, because of your, you were on blood thinners. Because of first pregnancy. Well, it yeah. wasn't because I was on blood thinners. They just wanted, well, I guess part of it was. Because yeah. they wanted me to stop taking them before. So I didn't just like naturally go into labor and like bleed out everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So yeah. did either one of y'all go on your own or did y'all, y'all both got induced? So I was supposed to be getting induced. <laughs> I had like, um, my doctor went out of town. And so I was like, I am not having this baby until he gets back in town. Like I had seen this guy since I was 16 and I started laboring on that Friday and my mom, it was my mom's birthday. And I, I called my mom and my mom, my blood pressure up. I'm hurting. Talk about a lot of tears. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was hurting so bad. And so she's like, okay, let's go to the hospital. So she took me to labor and delivery. I was having contractions about like every eight minutes or so, but I wasn't dilating. I was only dilated to like a one. And so um, I went home, they sent me home because nothing was happening. And my doctor had come up and said, okay, um, if they get like five minutes apart, you know, then come back. 
Um, he's like, but maybe these will stop. You know, maybe it's not. Like, also, Kaylee lived an hour away. Yeah, from I lived an hospital. hour away from the hospital. So um, I was like, okay, well, if I go home, like, what, and I go into labor, like, if my water breaks, he's like, just, you know, come straight here and call us, you know, and we'll make sure we're ready for you. And I was like, okay. So I went home all weekend, y'all. I was hurting so bad. Like, I stayed in the bathtub because my contractions were just constant. And Nolan finally, like, that Sunday was like, come on, we're going to go walk. Like, let's get up. Let's go. So we went to the golf course, to the golf course. And he got me on a golf cart and was like, kind of going over hills, you know, slowly just trying to, you know, get everything going. And we um, walked around the golf course a little bit and they called me and I told him, I was like, y'all, I'm like 10 days past you at this point, y'all. And I'm just, I'm done. Miserable. <laughs> I called my doctor. I was like, something's just, it's not progressing. I'm trying everything. These contractions are still going. He was like, we'll come in at, um, sister. He's like, come in at six o'clock in the morning and we'll go ahead and like induce you and stuff. And I was like, okay. So I get to the hospital and we went early because I was just in so much pain. So I think I, I got there at like 4 30. <laughs> I'm ready. I was, yeah, I signed in, everything got in bed and they're like, oh, your contractions are, they were like really close together at this point. They're like, you're doing fine. We're not going to induce you. We're just going to see where this goes. And my mom, I remember my mom getting that. I'm like, mom, it's nothing's happening. Like what is going on? Like I've been doing this all weekend. And so she was like, well, can we try the Pitocin? Like, can we try to help her? And so they broke my water first to see if that would help. Which is and I ended up going from like, I think I was like a two when I finally got there uh -huh. and I from a two to a four, like, like that. And as soon as they broke my water, but then I couldn't progress like all day long. Like you didn't end up having your C-section until nighttime, right? Yeah, it was almost so like she labored all day and literally never went past a four. Yeah. And this was with your first? Yeah, this was with my first. And I'm, I mean, I was just, and I tried so hard not to get that epidural because I was like, I all the research I had done, it says, you know, that it could um, slow your slow labor down. down. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to have the epidural because I don't want that until I stop my labor or whatnot. So I waited and finally, I think it was like that evening, like it was almost dark yeah, outside. Yeah, a while before yeah. you got it. And I was just shaking because I was in so much pain and nothing was happening. And um, they wouldn't let me get up and walk around because anytime I moved, uh, Lakin's, they lost Lakin's heartbeat every time. So um, they had to have me laying down and I can only lay on my left side. That's the only way they could get her readings. And I don't know, it just was terrible. And I told my mom, I was like, mom, I can feel my contractions. And she's like, you have an epidural. No, you can't. And I'm like, no, I can feel these things. <laughs> like, yeah, she was like, her and Nolan were like, okay, well you turn and look this way and then we'll watch the screen and you tell us when you think you're having one. And sure enough, I knew exactly when I was having one. And it might have been something with you being on your side because when I was on my side on that peanut ball, I could start feeling my contractions. And anytime I wasn't like even on the bed, I could, could feel, feel them. Yeah. Well, I finally I had a, a new nurse, and y'all, I had the best nurses. My my labor and delivery nurses were amazing. Um, but I had one old lady come in and she was like, You're gonna have this baby tonight. She was like, You're you're gonna do this. And I was like, okay. So she was like, We're moving you. She was like, We're gonna sit you up, we're gonna take your monitors off for a little bit and just try to have you relax. Cause I think they thought I was like thinking too much into like the I guess all the stuff on me, you she know. Was just I, yeah, I started to panic. And so they sat, she sat me up and 
she said like when I would sit up and they would check me like when I, they had me like in a squatting position and she would check me that way and I would like go up dilate to a six but as soon as they would lay me back down like everything would just go like I yeah go straight back up so um at that point they put like the monitors back on and my doctor like came running in and he was like okay we we have to go to the OR and I was like, no, no, we're not. Like literally, this literally happened. <laughs> I was like, we're not going. He was like, he was like, okay, well, he was like, I'm gonna give you a few more minutes. And then um, he was like, but if I come back in here, I'm not asking you. And I was like, okay. And then it wasn't even five minutes and he came like running back in. He the anesthesiologist was next to me, everyone was there, and I just started bawling my eyes out. I was like, no, it was no longer a choice. Oh, yeah. Like, and I mean, like they just kept losing her heart. Yeah. And I mean, I was like crying, crying, like hyperventilating, crying. And so um I remember like my everyone was in there, my whole family was in there. And I didn't even care. I was like, I had no nothing <laughs> on. Like I was like, whatever. Yeah. And um, I remember my mom and my father-in-law, like, okay, let's pray really quick before you go in. Because everyone knew my, the whole time, I was like, I don't want a C-section. That is the one thing I do not want. And, um, well, I had a C-section. I don't remember any of it. Like, you know, when you were saying you wanted to hear your baby's first cry? Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably because they knocked you out. Yeah, they knocked me out. Um, I don't. I don't did you so did you freak out is that why they knocked you out or what yeah, that and because my, my blood pressure kept going extremely oh, okay. high and <clears throat> they completely lost Lakin's um heartbeat and everything so Nolan said when she came out she was black or black and blue like completely he said they just took her straight over and was working on her so yeah <laughs> I don't know it was just it's a part that I wish I would have got to experience her that I don't remember and my mom, I remember like waking up the next day and I was like, I have a baby in my arms. Like I was so confused. <laughs> like, I was like, when did I, I looked at Noel, I was like, when did I have her? And he was like, you had her like at 10 o'clock last night. And I was like, what? Like, I just couldn't even like recall having a baby at all. Like I was so messed up and they had me on so much, so many pain meds. It was unreal because he, he ended up ripping me when he was trying to because there was such an emergency yeah. of getting her out of there so like my scar like on one side's like perfect and then it's like jagged okay we gotta get her yeah yeah, yeah. so um so I think it's important though for like not, I, yeah I know we're all like we don't want to scare people but I think it's important for all of us to hear other stories because we go in like you went in and you had that birth plan fine yeah. And you, that's probably why it was so traumatic. And like, you know, because I think like we need to know, we each have our own story. You're yeah. Not like this person, you're not going to be like that person. And, oh, yeah. and to know the things that you need to, like, we both had to use the vacuum and neither of us were educated about that. Like know the things that could potentially happen yeah. and look them up and yes. decide what you want in that situation before it's a matter of now or never <laughs> like, yeah because there was no time to like get out no. and google it real fast no. <laughs> now you have to tell us right now and yeah. So. yeah but yeah and I just struggled really bad with after like I was so bruised like I was so swollen everywhere and bruised um because I labored for a whole weekend and then I was in active labor for like over 10 hours and like actual actual labor and so uh, no it was like almost 
like 14 hours. Yeah, it was yeah. probably longer than that. Um, it was a while. So I don't know. I just, I was hurting so bad. I mean, I couldn't even move. I couldn't go to the bathroom. Like I literally could not get myself up to go to the bathroom. It was just, I couldn't hold Lakin. like just holding her. Like it just felt, she was so little, but she was so heavy. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I didn't change her diaper for the first time. We were in there. They kept us for a week. Um, yeah, I was in there for five days. Just your C-section, your body being in labor for that long. Yeah, that's what my doctor kept trying to tell me. He was like, you were, you labored so long. Your body like needs its rest. And I was like, okay. And then them so like aggressively ripping her out of your stomach that's yeah. not how a normal c-section goes you know yeah. they're not like, <laughs> like yeah and I had just had like this whole because we tried for late like uh so at 16 I was diagnosed with a pituitary adenoma which is a tumor on my hormone gland and oh. so I was told that we would not I would not be able to have babies and if I did that it would be really hard for me to carry full term and um so when we got married, we, we, I, we instantly sought birth control and everything. Cause I was on it before just to help with my hormones and, you know, to make sure I had a regular cycle. Cause I never, I went like two or three years without even having a period. And so I just, we really thought it wouldn't happen. And yeah. so, um, I got, we tried for a while and nothing was happening. And it's not like we tried like religiously or anything, you know, we just kind of, was like if God's gonna ready for us to have one you know I'll get pregnant um but then I had a miscarriage I found out I didn't know I was pregnant um because I hadn't had a period at all in like two years yeah it was nothing yeah so I was like I didn't even know that I could still get pregnant without having one um so I went to the doctor one day because I was hurting I left work because I was in so much pain that I like hit my knees at work and I was just buckled over and it was hurting so bad I went to the doctor and I found out I was almost 10 weeks pregnant and I was in the process of a miscarriage. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I called Nolan, like I'm, I'm at the doctor's office by myself. And I was like, what in the world? Like I, he was like, no, you're not. Like he didn't believe me. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was like, no, like I'm serious. Like I really am, you know, I'm here. And, um, we, I took that really hard. Like, I mean, I got so depressed. I was just, it caused a lot of um, anger kind of in our marriage. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like it caused a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he would like go hunting and fishing still and I'd be in bed crying, not getting up out of bed for months. And I felt like he wasn't, dealing with it like I was you know and like he wasn't like there the yeah. yeah but then later on we yeah we went to therapy uh -huh. <laughs> we needed hey, therapy to is like so good like I'm all about therapy and uh, I think that everyone needs to change the ask like what we think you know like I think yeah. marriage needs therapy after going it really I think it both kind of opened both of our eyes because I found out that he was hurt from it and like that just because he was going hunting didn't mean he wasn't going hunting to go cry and get away from me. You know what I mean? Like, like he dealt with yeah. in a different way than you. He was you know, just yeah, didn't, like communicate, communicate very well. Yeah. And so I told him, I was like, I want, you know, I want another one. Like I want to try again. Like I'm one. And he was like, no, he kept saying no. Like he's like, I can't. And 
come find out he couldn't he said he couldn't deal with being hurt like that again like he was too scared and me like all I could think of was like to fill this void that I had mm-hmm. and so we uh I don't know we I started going to the doctor to get on some uh clomid it's like a fertility pill to help you ovulate stuff because when I went into the doctor I like for three months I was going back and forth and there was no ovulation showing whatsoever and then I found out when uh I was pretty far along yeah I was like I was pretty far along yeah when I found out I was pregnant and I was so sick like with Lakin, oh my gosh, I ended up in the hospital twice because of severe dehydration. I couldn't hold anything down. I was just, oh, that was where pregnancy was terrible for me. I hated it. And then I cry every day, like, I wanted this so bad. Why do I hate this? Like, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. And then you have some that just love it, but I did, my body didn't let me enjoy it. So I hated it. Yeah. And that's, I thought like, for at the end of my pregnancy with Lakin, she tried to come at I think I was like 20 no I was like 32 weeks so she tried to come early and I went to the hospital and they uh gave me some medicine my contractions stopped and I went home and they told told me you know pretty much bed rest until it got closer um but I was like not on bed rest I was on house rest so just you know could I can move around the house like light activity yeah and then she didn't come till two weeks after her due date. Yeah. <laughs> Very dramatically with that one. Yeah. So that, ex- that whole experience was terrible. Like I just, I did not, Nolan wanted another baby right away after we had Lakin. And I told mm-hmm. him no. And I mean, I went to my doctor like, and I cried and I was like, I tell him, like, tell him I can't do this again. <laughs> you yeah. tell him no. <laughs> no. He sat down with me and Nolan. He was like, she needs, she needs at least 12 months. Give her at least 12 months. And I was like, okay, yeah. In 12 months, we'll revisit this topic. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, it's not going to, it's still not a yes. And then um, by Lakin's first birthday, Nolan was like, so are you ready yet? And then I was like, I think I'm getting closer. Like that baby fever, you know, like that little baby fever was coming back. And so I was like, I don't know. Like I, I got, I want another baby, but I don't, like, I don't know, so then, uh, she, her, she was born in, um, January, or sorry, June, uh, 26th, and I told him, I was like, give me until September, which was our anniversary, I was like, give me three more months, and we'll decide, and then my dad passed away four days later, and so I was like, back to square one <laughs> on, yeah. like, emotions and stuff, and, uh, I was like, no, I think, I think I want one more when I, about three months later, I was like, I think we could start trying. I was like, you know, it's probably going to take two or three years anyways. Like, let's just, let's start trying. But I told him, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do the ovulation stuff. I don't want to go back to the doctor. Like if it happens, it happens. Like, I don't want to like force this, like, let's just be organic about it. And, um, so the whole reason me saying my dad passed away is we waited to have his cremation ceremonies for six months where we like took his ashes and put it in his niche and stuff like that. Um, so 
on June 18th, Lakin was a year and a half old. We had left my dad's ceremony. And um, I just remember like, just, I couldn't stop crying. And I looked at Nolan, I was like, yeah, I cried, you know, still. I was like, but something's just off. <laughs> oh gosh. So off. And mm-hmm. I came home that day and I took a four hour nap. And Nolan, uh, Brie called me. I was like, hey, let's go get margaritas. And I was like, ugh. I was like, no, I, I was like, I'll go, I'll go with you. I was like, but I don't know if I really want a margarita. And Nolan looked at me, he goes, you need to go to the dollar store and get a pregnancy test. <laughs> He's like, cause you just took a nap and I don't nap normally. And then you turned out a margarita. And then you turned out a margarita. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I went to the dollar store and I came back. I called Bree and I was like, hey, give me a minute. And I'll, I'll call you back and let you know if I'm going to go. So I went to the dollar cause it's literally right around the corner from our house. I went. I took the test and before I even finished peeing on it, it popped up pregnant. So I was like, I like ran. No one was in the kitchen cooking. And I ran in there and I was like, I'm pregnant. I'm like hyperventilating. And I start crying. He was like, I thought we were happy about this. And I was like, I'm shocked. I, was, I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was like three months of trying and yeah, it happened. And I was like, this isn't it wasn't supposed to happen this quick. I'm not ready. Like your body knew what to do that time. I guess. Like I've done this before now. I get it. I guess. Yeah. No, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. Like, so I called Brie or I FaceTime her. I was like, I can't go drink margaritas. And she was like, what? I was like, I can't go. And I showed her the pregnancy test. She's like, what? <laughs> she was like, y'all just started trying. And I was like, I know. Cause we didn't even really tell anyone. Yeah. I don't think we told anyone that we were trying. It was just like a I think our close, we didn't tell our parents that we were trying. We wanted it to be like a, a big surprise. And we didn't tell them for, we waited till we had our pictures with you. So oh, you. Really? Yes, that is right. I forgot. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which Bree is my, um, is the girl's godmother. It's my best friend. So uh, she knew and you knew. I think that's all. I that forgot about that, yeah. And then I think right before we posted them, I told y'all, you, Grant, and um we told our parents because we didn't want to like post the pictures on Facebook you know yeah and then (laughs) and they didn't believe us my parents didn't believe us um her uh his parents didn't believe us it took like us showing on the sonogram for them to really this is my traumatic child (laughs) (laughs) sweet girl (laughs) um so yeah it it was totally different but whenever I got pregnant um I think the first thing I did was I told I called Cassie and I was like, I need to find a new doctor. Like I got to find a new doctor. And I went to doctor, the doctor I'd used before. And, um, cause as soon as I told them, of course they wanted me to come in cause they want to check hormone levels and all that fun stuff that you get to do when you're considered a high risk pregnancy. And so I went in and did all that. And I went to him what three times yeah. before I was even 10 weeks pregnant and just checking everything and stuff and we uh found a new doctor and then right when I find this new doctor like after my first visit I get this phone call from Cassidy (laughs) talking about not believing yeah she was like hey uh I'm pregnant and I was like what she was like no you're not I was like stop literally for like five minutes of me convincing her that I was not just making this up she had to send me a picture of the pregnancy test because I was like no you're not I mean she already called me three months after finding out I was pregnant with her she was pregnant with Chloe 
So I was like, what in the world is yeah. going on? <laughs> Isn't that so weird? Just how it happens. Yes. And so I was like, okay, well, congratulations. We're going to do, do this, this all together over again. <laughs> And then the second time we ended up using the same, the same doctor, doctor because I had a very bad experience with my first doctor Yeah, and she had found Dr. Robbins and oh my like, loved her. I was obsessed. I literally, she was what, the best. Yes. When I found her, I, the, when I first went in, the first words that came out of my mouth was, I'm not having a C-section. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> all over again. And she was like, well, tell me why first. Like, she wasn't like going to be like, because she was, um, she was a hundred percent for VBACs and a lot of doctors aren't like you. Which is why you're looking Yeah, that's why I was with He you. wasn't that's, supportive of a VBAC. Yeah, he told me with my first experience, we were not doing a VBAC, um, that he didn't feel my body would be able to do it. So can you explain what that is in case someone, you know. Um, vaginal birth after a cesarean. So okay. it's having having a vaginal birth after you had already gone through a C-section. Yeah. And so a lot of people are against that. Like a lot of doctors are. There is, if you've only had one C-section, there's only a, the reason they don't want to do it is because your uterus can erupt. Tear, yeah. yeah. It can burst. It can burst or whatnot. Because it's been cut through from yes. previously. Okay. That makes sense. It's yeah. been a weekend. Um, so, oh, here she comes to you. Come on, Parker. <laughs> you uh, under? So your, your uterus can tear, which can be very dangerous to you and the baby. Pretty much you could lose, lose the baby, but there's only a, I found out there's only a 1% chance of that happening. Um, during your first, she's poopy, mommy. Oh no. <laughs> chance of that happening after your first, uh, are you sure? <laughs> Did you poop? I'm pretty sure. Um, there's only one percent chance of that happening after your first or after one C-section. Of course, it goes up after every one. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, you know, she's like, "Well, tell me why you don't want a C-section." And I went through the whole thing and I cried. And she just hugged me and she was mm-hmm. like, "We're not gonna go through this again." She was like, "I'm I'm not gonna get you to that point of your pregnancy if I don't think that your body is capable of having a feedback." She said, and she told me after looking over all my notes and stuff she was like your doctor kind of put me put me up for failure he shouldn't have busted my water when he did you you know there was just things that she saw that were in my charts that she would have done differently um but she said a lot of doctors you want milk okay oh oh her milk oh um so yeah she just had me have a total different mindset whenever I was going into it. She was like, you know, we're not going to say no to a C-section just yet. She was like, because um, she knew about my tumor and all that. And come to find out that could be why my body doesn't dilate because it's your hormones and stuff that make you do all that. And your Uh is what controls controls all your Mm hormones. So, um, but we got to... With her, my pregnancy was a lot easier. It was a lot easier. I still was really sick and I still hated it. <laughs> yeah. And so I wonder, like, so back to the doctor thing, I think that it's so important that you have, like you go and meet other doctors. Yes. Even if we like post on Facebook, who's whatever, all personalities are different. So the second doctor that I went to, uh I really liked her because she was like straight to the point 
I like blunt people. I don't like people to sugarcoat, like, or sugarcoat. Just tell me the facts. And, and, so, and a lot of people think thought that she was <laughs> no, like, bedside manners or whatever. So a lot of people don't like her. I loved her because that's what I need right? to go kind of test out or go talk to multiple doctors before you pick. And I think that would have a big difference on your experience. Yeah. And doctors do that. Like you can say like, I'm just coming in for like a consultation to meet you and stuff. Yeah. And it's not like a full doctor's appointment. Like you can literally just like talk to them about how they operate things and get to know them and stuff like and that. And there's so many options. There's even like birthing centers now. And that's what I wanted to do was a birth. That's what I was trying to find was a birthing center, but I couldn't find one that would take me that would let me deliver at a birthing center. They still wanted me to deliver at a hospital because, because you're like high risk. Yeah. So, but Dr. Robbins, like she literally, she was like, we're going to, she was like, we're going to get your mind not thinking about your first birth. Yeah. <laughs> and so literally every time I'd go in there, um, she would just kind of go over everything with me, you know, like, okay, well, I want you to go sit down and I want a birth plan. I want like a really detailed birth plan where if something was to happen and we did have to have a C-section, like I want you to know all your options this time, like you were kind of saying earlier. And I was like, okay. So I'm sitting here trying to wrap this up and I was like, I don't know. Like then you really start like researching stuff and then you're like, oh my gosh. Like, so I wanted all natural. I wanted all natural birth and no medicine at all. And then I got to the point where I was like going to my every week visit and um, they kept every appointment where I went in, they kept losing, they couldn't find Parker's heartbeat. And so then I'd go get sent to get hooked up and monitored. And yeah, you're supposed to say yours the same way. Yeah. Um, to get monitored and, my blood pressure kept getting really low this time. Like, I mean, was like yeah. my last, I'm pretty sure like my last visit, she was like, are you breathing? Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I feel fine. Like I didn't yeah. know any dip. Yeah, I didn't feel weak or nothing, but it was real low. And so um, my very last appointment, she was, I can't remember what we were doing. She was doing something to me. And she was like, go to the sonogram room now. And like, she took me straight back and they were doing sonograms and because I couldn't feel Parker move at all. And uh -huh. she was like, scheduling you. We're going to have to schedule you for a C-section. We have to get her. We need to get her out. And I was like, what? And she was like, I'm sorry. This like, isn't what I wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I told I, you. Yeah. yeah. So I start crying and I'm buying, you know, it's COVID. So every appointment I'm by myself, Nolan didn't get to go to any of these appointments. He didn't get to see any sonograms. You couldn't so imagine. Crazy. That makes it so hard. hard. They just let him come in just for that. Really? Yeah. No. He didn't get to go to any of them. Not even your gender one? Oh yeah, we went, but we went somewhere else. So he did oh. go to one. He, when we found out her gender, we went to one. Um, but that was in a different place. That wasn't at Dr. Robbins. We did ours at Dr. Robbins, and they let him come in for that one. Really? I think that might have been the only one he came in. He for. came to. Yeah. Well, she um, when I cried or whatnot, she looked at me. She's like, "We're having a different C-section." She's like, "We're not having the same one." And I was like, "She's like, just keep telling yourself that." And I was like, "Okay, like, stop, baby." 
I was like, okay. So she was like, I want, I want a birth plan still. She was like, I want your C-section birth plan. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. I was like, I'm just going to be strapped down. Yeah. So, like, what do you mean? so I did, I wrote around a thing. I was like, I don't want the medicine that makes me loopy. loopy. Like, I don't want any of that. I just want my spinal block. I want her to go directly on my chest. I want, I don't want the cord cut right away. Like I want to delay cord clamping. Um, I was like, and once you put her on my chest, I don't want her off of me. You know, I want everything, everything done. done. Yeah. yeah. With me, y'all can weigh her and bathe her everything later. Like, I don't want any of that done. She was okay. And they, she followed everything that I asked. Um, I think we went in, we went in, uh, called Nolan. I was like, Hey, we need to get someone to watch Lakin. We gotta, you know, stop baby. I was like, we have to go in and she's still seen. Yeah. I think that, uh, we, hang on. I'm going to change her down for a second. Judge. But yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we went in and everything just went so great. I, I was crying before they rolled me back. Uh-huh. And almost missed it. He, um, they took me back and they did my, my meal. <laughs> sorry guys. Oh they my. took me in, they took me back and he, okay, it's not a big deal. We have more. It is a big deal. Go get your baba. Um, they took me back and I was like, where's Nolan? Cause they're like, oh, we're about to cut you open. And I was like, where is he? And he couldn't get his suit on. Oh no. Oh, because they're small. Yeah, he's he's a foot. small guy. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't get it on. So, uh, and then this wasn't his first rodeo. Yeah. He's done done yeah. this. Sure. Uh, um. So they took. They finally got him back, and I remember like looking over at him, and he was like trying to like stand up and look, and they wouldn't let him. And then, um, but they told, they told us, okay, we're about to, you're about to put a lot of pressure. We're gonna pull the baby out. And then all I remember is her screaming. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they literally like picked her up, like straight over the curtain. Straight over the curtain. <laughs> and they lowered the curtain down at first so I could like pull her up. She pulled her up and I remember like her holding her for a picture. That's all. She held her up for a picture and she put her out on my chest. They didn't wrap her up or nothing. They took my Perfect. stuff off. So you said, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, but you said about the birth plan. I never got to do that. You didn't get a birth plan? No, I didn't ever get asked to do that. So my first one didn't ask me for a birth plan. I just, I just wanted one. <laughs> I interrupted, but anyway. No. And you put on your chest. Yeah, they put her on my chest and they didn't take her off until I handed her to Nolan for him to hold her and take a picture. So they rolled us out to the um, recovery room, you know, because I had to go in there and they start, they push on your stomach with a C-section, just like they do with a vaginal. And I was screaming because they didn't, they gave me a pain pump that didn't work. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, my button was not doing, I was pressing that thing. I was like, nothing's going in my spine. And, she's just and then they didn't believe you probably. Probably. <laughs> and then, um, they finally gave me some medicine and I felt a lot better after that. And I, I FaceTimed everyone as soon as we got in that recovery room. I was like, look, I had a baby. <laughs> and I remember it. <laughs> yeah, and I remember it. I mean, I did. I called everybody. And it was just, it was such a good experience. And 
you know, Lake and I didn't get out of the hospital bed for five days. Like literally I was in the bed. I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom by myself. A few hours after I had Parker, I had told him, I was like, I feel like, you know, everything's wearing off. I can feel my legs and stuff again. I was like, can I get up and walk? And the nurse looked at me, she's like, you want to go ahead and walk? And I was like, yeah, I want to walk. So I got up and I walked the room. Uh, they had to, of course, you know, help me. Cause I was stuck over like an old lady and it was like <laughs> wobbling. But um, it was awesome. It was a pretty cool experience. And I'm, I felt good after my, after Parker. Like, I mean, I was up cleaning the house as soon as we got home and I was able to go home in less than 48 hours. Wow. So. Yeah, we were talking earlier about like each person's different. Well, it doesn't, I mean, I guess it just depends Regular on your speed. Yeah. yeah, it was a total, it was totally. And I mean, I remember you like when I, we were talking about newborns and you were like, uh, my newborn photo shoot and you were like, I'll come to you. Like, we'll find a, we'll find a, uh, studio closer to you so you don't have to yes. an hour to do photos and I was like I'm fine I'm fine okay. and you're like no we're gonna do one closer and I was like okay yeah. but I mean yeah. what she was a week old and I remember walking in Carrie and her and with Lakin at that point I couldn't even stand up and carry Lakin so it was pretty cool yeah it was you really looked cool. awesome like after you were great yeah I, I just if y'all need a photographer, y'all, when I, I'm really weird about my babies. Like, I don't have anyone watch my babies. Like, I am so weird about people holding them whenever I had them. I walked into Charlotte's studio, or the studio that we went to. I handed her to Charlotte, and I sat down on that couch. <laughs> I just let her do everything, girl. Yeah, just enjoy it. Once. Yeah, I just sat there. Um, so that, I don't know. It was just an awesome experience. There, as I thought said, there is a beauty in the C-sections too. What, baby? You gotta be quiet. Yeah, and like, I think you just have to have the right doctor. So it's so important for everyone to go see what's out there. Like with my first doctor that I just went to who delivered me, like I didn't know. Yeah. And I mean, I was young, I was 19 and that I didn't know, like know anybody else yeah uh, even know that you could go talk like I didn't know until you said I didn't know that you could go talk to other doctors or right anything. So, oh, you're good but yeah I didn't know that you could do that I think that's awesome because I think it really depends on your experience is completely your relationship with the doctor I think right absolutely well when I had Chloe, I definitely did not. I liked my doctor like the whole time I was pregnant. She was very personable and informative and all of that. But um, I, I guess like the last month of my pregnancy, I started getting super, super bad pain in my like hip and my leg on my right side. Like it literally got to the point where I, I could not even walk to the bathroom. Like I was like, Grant was like helping me to get to the bat. Like it was bad. And I kept like calling the nurse and i had, I had gone up there several times and the doctor just kept telling me that it was the baby on my sciatic nerve. And that essentially there was nothing they could do until we delivered baby. And then, I mean, it was so bad. Like I literally could not stand up. So she ended up putting me on bed rest for the last of my pregnancy. And then she induced me at 39 weeks because it was so bad. Well, then I had a pretty normal delivery other than the fact we had to use the vacuum at the end that we talked about earlier, but I had an yeah. epidural 
and I had gone in the night before and they gave me like the little pill that they like put on your cervix to help your cervix start dilating and I pretty much was like progressing on my own and so they waited until probably like halfway through the day to actually give me Pitocin and then yeah and because it it started slowing down they were like okay maybe we do need to like push Pitocin or whatever well, this whole time, like once they gave me the Pitocin, I got my epidural. So like that whole time at the end, I wasn't really feeling anything. And then I had her like right before midnight, it was like 1153 or something like that. And so I went to the postpartum room at like 3am, you know, well, the next morning at like seven, I woke up and went to the bathroom and my right leg was literally like this big, like it was triple, if not quadruple the size of my left leg. And so I'm like, which is the same leg that I've been having all this pain in that they told me it was my sciatic, the baby on my sciatic nerve. And so I call my mom in there and my mom panics and is like, I'm going to get the nurse. And so the nurse comes in there and she was like, yeah, like something that's not right. Like we're going to get you back in bed and we're going to go get the doctor. So then the doctor comes up there and first she told me that it was from my epidural because they had me on my right side a lot. And she Uh said that it like settled onto my right side and caused a lot of swelling. I was like, okay, well, I don't really know that that's it. And then she started taking x-rays of my hips and saying, like seeing if I like fractured them, something like during delivery and every, all of that was. So how long, long before, how long were you having the pains? Like a month. A month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is not the epidural. No. (laughs) And my mother-in-law, like literally like 15 times, at least asked my doctor if it could be a blood clot because she works with like elderly people, like in the medical field. So she's like really experienced with like seeing blood clots and things like that. And my doctor literally told her that that was not even on her radar. Like she was not concerned about that. Don't worry. That's not what it is told me that it was just swelling and I needed to walk it off. And so they had me walking laps around the nurse's station, which I could barely do because my whole leg and foot and everything was like so swollen. Well, then they ended up releasing me to go home. Still huge swollen leg that they're not concerned about. And so that was on like a Saturday. And then that Monday I had my daughter's first appointment with like her doctor, you know, for like her baby checkup. Well, he's also my doctor. And my mother-in-law went with me to that appointment as well. And as soon as we walked in the door, I had sweatpants and flip-flops on. So you could see my foot and that's it. And as soon as we walked in the door of my doctor, my mother-in-law was like, I want you to look at her leg. And he looked down at my foot, gave me the most panicked look I've ever seen and said, you have a blood clot and you need to go to the emergency room right now. Like right now, like call them and tell them to be waiting for you. And I was like, what? And so I call my doctor, my, the one that delivered my baby and tell her what he said. And she's like, okay, come up here. Like, we'll be waiting for you. So my mother-in-law, we leave that appointment, go back to the hospital and they take me like to the little tech guy who does like a sonogram type thing on my leg. And he like would not say any words. Like you could tell he was like, OMG. And then he goes and gets a wheelchair they wouldn't even let me walk from like the sonogram office to the actual emergency room office and they get me back there and they tell me that I had a blood clot all the way from my hip to my knee and that like I don't need to move around because they don't want it to break loose I'm like okay well a homegirl was telling me to walk it off like 
And now oh, you're that's so terrifying. And yeah, so, because you will travel, right? Yeah. yeah like it yeah. can go to your lung, your brain, like anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they gave me like a shot of blood thinners, like in my stomach. And then they prescribed me shots that I had to give myself twice a day for like six months to get this blood clot to like dissolve or whatever. And then I had to go to like a blood clot. Actually, that didn't happen until Dr. Robbins. So I'm on blood thinners for like six months after having Chloe. They tell me that I'm going to have to be on a preventative dose, any future pregnancies going forward. And so then when I did get pregnant again, I switched doctors, obviously, mm -hmm. with Dr. Robbins. And the first thing she did was send me to like a blood specialist to see if it was like just pregnancy related or if it was like something I should be more something they should have done right away yeah for sure not she should have had to see a different doctor yeah and so I did that and they put me on like a preventative dose with Kaden so my entire pregnancy with Kaden I had to give myself shots in my stomach every single day which is not fun ever, but especially not when you get like nine months pregnant and you're like out of skin to like grab. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Yeah. Because you like, are just <laughs> yeah. Yes. So oh, that was the worst. I had a really rough pregnancy with Chloe because I was so sick with Caden. I was only sick like the first trimester and like you're supposed to be. Yeah. But then I'm stabbing myself with the freaking needles every day. So that I was like, I'm never having another kid after this. And they aren't. No, I'm not. I'm done. We but are done I, too. You done? She doesn't know. She doesn't know yet. We are done. I have a 14-year-old, so I couldn't, I mean. You have a built-in babysitter. That's what everyone says, but I don't want to do that. I was 12 when my little sister was born. I was 15 whenever my baby brother was Yeah. Born. And maybe, yeah. And I don't know. I just, I think I'm done. Yeah. I love babies, but I think it's because my, my body totally hates being pregnant and I get to see babies every day at work. Right. See, that's what I told her. I'm like, if I just had a baby to love on, I, cause that's all it is, is it's that baby fever. Uh, I don't want at all to have, to be pregnant again. Like that's not what I want. So I no. told him, like, let's adopt, let's adopt, but he says no. He yeah, so adopt. that's, I really have it in my heart that I'm supposed to adopt. I told him that forever. Like, yeah. like, I just know that I'm supposed to adopt a little boy. I don't know. Like, I just know. What I said. I just know I am, but my husband's not on board. I think, I don't know what it is with him. I think it's just the, he's like, well, then they'll just leave us later on in life, you know, or something like the same bond. No, yeah. And I'm like, no, like I just, I know in my heart I'm supposed to. So I don't know how I've been praying about it. I've felt the same way. Like, I mean, I've even, um, me and Nolan have actually talked to other people who have, uh, adopted. And then we've thought about doing foster to adopt. Um, but I don't know if I could deal with the parents in that situation I feel like I probably really want to put them in their place um, yeah I would be psycho I've thought about fostering too but then Abel said we would have 12 million kids and I would be in jail because I wouldn't want to give them back to their parents you know, that would be me and fostering <laughs> is a like they'll call you at like 2 a.m and be like I have three kids for you and they're going to be there in an hour like yes yeah, so no um, yeah. yeah. I talked to two couples that do it and 
don't know. It's just tugging on my heart and it's tugging on my heart even more and more, but. Do we can't even like, if we watch a movie about adoption or fostering, or if I hear any stories, I just start crying, like instantly crying. No one's like, get yourself together. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I honestly to do this. <laughs> and I tell him that all the time. And he really was on board for a little bit. Like yeah. we really were going to go and talk, um, like get paperwork going, like really we're going to start it. And then uh-huh. he was like, Kaylee, I can't, like, I just can't do it. And I'm like, but I can, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I do it. but I, like I told y'all yesterday, like, I feel like my heart is not going to be complete until we have a little boy, like something, something in me is telling me not to stop. But in Nolan for a while, it was opposite. I didn't want another one. I was like, no, sir, we are done. Get, and I asked to get my, t- I was supposed to get my tubes tied with Parker. Like full on supposed to get my tubes tied. And Dr. Robbins came in and was like, so we still tie your tubes? And no one was no. <laughs> and you, yeah, your husband has you, to. Yeah, like, yeah, supposed yeah to you have to, yeah. Um, he was like, no, not yet. What if we want one here in a few years? And I was like, okay, you know, I was like, and then at that point, Nolan could just go and get fixed. So if we want, decided against it. And then now, at first, he was like, yeah, let's go ahead and have another one. You know, let's give it a year. So we'll have another one. And now he's like, no. Probably because your kids are getting to a point where they can do things for themselves. I don't want to start like. We also had finding a babysitter for two kids. Everyone was watching one kid. Then you got in that second one. They're like, oh, you want me to watch both of those? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's hard. Well, and like you said, I don't know. I'm like psycho mama. Don't watch my kids. That's why we ended up not going to the stockyards. I don't know if y'all saw my. I know I, you were editing pictures and I was like, yeah. she's not home right yeah. now. Yeah. So it didn't happen. I kind of felt like it just wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. He got called into work, but uh, yeah, we, I, we just don't go anywhere. And I just don't like to leave my babies. If, um, if they're not with my mom or my mother-in-law, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. The only people I've ever left my kids with, it's like our parents or you. Yeah. I've left. Cassie, yeah, you've watched Lakin a few times, yeah. Yeah. Um, and my my sister will come here to watch them, like, she'll come here so I'm going to run the grocery store, you know, or do something. Um, and then my aunt, both my aunts, but for, like, short period, just so I can run an errand, like, I don't leave them there the whole day or anything. Yeah. And the, the weird thing about it is, though, I can literally, like, drop them off with my mom's, and I'm like, all right, bye, see you later. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I left home with my aunt the other day and I called my mom when I pulled out of the driveway crying and she was like Kaylee you know they're gonna be fine I'm like but why do I get this anxiety whenever I leave home with someone that's not my mom or Nolan's mom like yeah I know they're gonna be loved and taken care of like I that that is not but for some reason I I go into panic mode and I start overthinking and over analyzing everything and like okay if there's an emergency you know, how fast is it going to get to the hospital? Like, how long will it take me to get to the hospital? Or do I need to go there first? Or who would I call? You know what I mean? Like, all yes. these crazy. Yeah, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I hate that ball, though. Oh, I my gosh. Me, that. too. They should, like, not allow that in the room. <laughs> I was not a fan either. They were worse. Both my kids. Well, my friend Lexi uh, shared her. Lexi, are you on here? She shared her video or her picture or whatever from her birth experience with her last and she said laboring on the toilet was better than the peanut ball 
I feel like I can see that because I mean they say like squatting down like that is like a good position to like labor in because it keeps everything like straight and how and I know like in the in the olden days they like would have a rope yeah that they held on to and they would be on their knees squat down. yeah yeah that's like more of a natural <laughs> birthing position like now they have those beds that like raise up and that's how I was forever. girls will yeah. be like on their stomach on their hands and knees and deliver that way yeah it's like supposed to be easier for your body yeah I didn't get any I was in the bed I mean but literally laying on your back like that doesn't seem like it would yeah no they had me on my hands and knees like that with Caden I think just trying to like get me to progress but not when I like actually delivered yeah they just had me like rocking back and forth like that when you're in pain though do y'all lay down like when I'm in pain I don't lay down I get up and I walk like I'm like walking and like kind of like I don't know. Like if I, I do lay down, it's more around. like the fetal position. Yeah. Definitely not on my back. Like, yeah. Yes. I'm on my back, but I'm in pain. And I think that's why with the first one, I just wanted to go home because they were not letting me like do what my body wanted me what to do. And so that's why, I mean, but I feel like a lot of doctors are getting better. Like, yeah. Not old school and set in their ways. But um, that's why I was, I would, I think some of the, stories that I hear about the birthing centers and stuff like hey it's all about what your body needs you know but there's that scary factor if something bad happens but yeah and that's what with Lakin that's I I wanted to get up and I wanted to go to the shower I just I wanted to go sit in the shower your body like tells you like that you need they wouldn't let me move because I and I could move my legs completely when my when I had my girl with Lakin I could move my legs like I could help position myself I could do all of that. So I was like, just let me go sit in the shower. Like, help me get to the shower. And they would not let me. They yeah. were like, no. I think it's like a hospital policy. Cause it was, I was one of those that as soon as I could get the epidural, give it to me. Like, I don't want to feel this. But looking back, I wish I wouldn't have done that because once you get it, you're not a lot out of the bed. Like for any reason. Yeah. They That's put a catheter in you and they're like, yeah. nope, you're here for the rest yeah. of the remainder. I didn't even like, know I had a catheter. Well, you did. I did. I, I mean, I, cause I remember, she's I, like, I know I did. But I, didn't know. I don't remember them ever giving me a catheter. And I remember cause Brie, uh, it was like Brie, my grandma, Nolan, and my mom, they were in the room and doc, the doctor came in to check me. And I was kind of, they had given me like some, um, like pain, uh, pain medicine through the IV as well. So I was kind of loopy. And, um, I remember looking over at Brie and I said, Brie, if I have a catheter in, how is he checking me right now? <laughs> that's a different place you know this like and I was like what are you talking about like I remember having this conversation with her and like I was mind blown oh okay thank you I was mind blown and I know that I know my anatomy down there so I was like but I did I mean she was talking about that the other day like we were laughing about it she was like you had no idea what was going on like you were like how is this happening right now so did y'all get the option to have a mirror or anything to watch yes and i did not request that <laughs> i ne- they, they never gave me one i was like i'm good i'm um, good i didn't need a mirror for my c-section yeah i know you could no one videoed the whole thing oh not good no not okay no, no. <laughs> not good so i just had abel's eyes and say we were 19 and i remember like his eyes being like Holy cow. And the nurse patting him saying, it's okay. Everything will go back to normal. 
<laughs> yeah, the first time and I was thinking, what is going on now? <laughs> Grant was very traumatized, I think, the first time. The second time, he kind of knew what was happening. But the first time, he was like, or my mom, my mom was able to be in there the first time. So my mom and Grant were in there. And she kept being like, telling him to like, look. And he's like, I'm good. I'm good up here. <laughs> I actually got to, uh, I got to be in my cousin, when my cousin had her daughter. I got to be in there and experience it. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I, was I think like, it's amazing. I photographed yeah. it. And, and I think it's like, amazing. Don't look, don't look. And I was like, I mean. I'm it, looking. Yeah, I'm looking. But yeah. I mean, that's not at all what you're looking at. Like, yeah. No, it's like, a, yeah. And then so whenever I tell people that I photograph births, you know, some people are weirded out about it, but it's so magical. And like, you get chills your body like whenever you see it like, I don't know I love it I think it's amazing that our bodies yeah. our bodies can do that and yeah. then go back to normal like yeah. see and I've told her like I think another reason why I've thought about pregnancy again is because I still want to experience that like I still want I was just gonna ask you that yeah I, and I asked her like I I kind of asked the in-depth questions to her I know she's <laughs> like what does it feel like when you have an epidural to like give I'm like you just feel a lot of pressure. Like I, you don't really like you're going to take a little. Yeah. yeah that, is, <laughs> that is exactly what it feels like. <laughs> but I'm like, like, cause she said like the first time she kind of, I don't know. Like, I just want, I don't know. I want to know like, cause I kept asking her like, could you feel the head come out? Could you feel the shoulders? Could, and like, I could feel like the pressure of the head, but then everything, once their heads out, it was like, like, it just happened so quick that I didn't really feel anything else. Did you feel like with uh, Gabby? I felt it all, but the epidural didn't work. So you know, I was like in total pain, and I felt I could actually feel her, her body physically. Yeah, with Graceland, I didn't. I didn't feel anything. I was like, "What? She's out?" Because I didn't hear her cry. So I was like, "What are y'all? What's going on?" I didn't feel anything. That yeah, was like. Now I did start feeling it with like the vacuum thing because my epidural had ran out. I didn't even feel anything with that back. No, I know what it looked like. I don't remember what it looked like. I don't know. I remember feeling every single stitch of them stitching me up, and my nurse was looking at me and she said, "Are you feeling that?" And I was like, "Yes, I am definitely feeling that." And she was like, "Just the pressure." I was like, "No, I'm feeling that." And that's when she went yeah. to check my epidural and she was like, your epidural is out. And they gave me some pain medicine in my IV. But by that point I was already, the doctor was done. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. See with Lakin, they never refilled my, like, cause that's what she said. They would, they would, yeah, they refilled mine. At, they never refilled my bag with Lakin ever. And I mean, I was pressing that thing. When I started feeling that pain, I was just constantly pressing it. And cause I had my epidural for a really long time with Chloe because they had me get it right at the beginning almost because of all the pain from my leg my body couldn't relax to like do what yeah. it was to do so they gave me my epidural and so like halfway through the anesthesiologist came back in and just changed out all of the bagging and stuff like he obviously didn't have to take the needle out or anything but he like added more to it but then by the time I'd actually had her it had run out at the very end so how did y'all's husbands do with y'all's labors like was he like were they supportive like Nolan wouldn't leave my side like yeah so whenever I'm in pain to be by myself yeah, yeah. So I was like that crazy person in labor like you know I don't know I feel you yeah I was I, like he would try to be very loving and tap me 
I'd be like, like it's on your nerves. Yeah. Just get off of me. Like I couldn't, I don't like that. I don't like it. Or like I, my mom was in there with both of mine. She'd be like, here comes another one. I was like, I know, I know. I yeah. Know. I mean, please don't tell me. Uh Nolan wouldn't both times got I mean, like it was after I had Lakin. Um, I was, I wanted food and I did not want hospital food and I, everyone was bringing us food and stuff, but it's not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so I was like, Nolan, please go get me like, go, we're in Burleson, like, you know, at Hubley. So there's a million restaurants right across the street. I was like, please go get me something. He's like, no, I'm not leaving. And I'm like, the nurses oh, are no, here. <laughs> like, the nurses are here. My mom's here. Like, go, like, you can give me just a minute, just go. And he's like, I'm not leaving you. And it finally was the last day that he finally went in. Got. got oh no, I made Grant leave every day. I was like, this is what I want. Go get it. Yeah. And then with Parker, he, uh, same way. And I was like, there's little, like, there's like a witch witch sandwich mm-hmm. or something downstairs. And we did, we did like an upgraded version where we got a really nice um, five course dinner that night. Cause our yeah, steak and salad and dessert and an appetizer but our anniversary was the day after Parker was born so we like upgraded through the hospital or whatever but every other yeah you too um every day uh or they we were sharing like the the lunch the lunch they bring you yeah. and I'm like dude I just had a baby like I'm hungry <laughs> yeah you like, need like, to go get your own food, food. So he was like, he finally went down like to that witch, witch sandwich that was down there and got me like a, a nice sandwich or whatnot. But it was, he would not leave. And you know, you kind of want to be alone for a moment. You know what I mean? Like you kind of need to uh, collect yourself. Yes. And I was like, I just need you to give me a minute. Like I need you to go. And I think the second time he was more scared because I was by myself completely and uh, no one could be there with us. And I was like, I'm fine. Like, I feel good. Go. Yeah. <laughs> even when we got home, like for the first week, like he's like, do you need anything? You got this. And I'm like, can you just, I'm good. Go back to You're being sweet. I know. But, and his, yes. and when I'm hurting or whenever I'm overwhelmed, I normally just want my mom. And so with Lakin, when they went to do, take me back from my section, I asked if my mom could go. <laughs> Yeah. and she was like no that's not an option <laughs> uh no one was like I'm going yeah juju yeah she calls her juju um so that was kind of funny like thinking back on it like why would I pick my mom over my <laughs> husband but yeah well you know what I was I, I was photographing a birth thing and they ended up having to go to a c-section and uh it was so funny because the lady was like well I really want her to go you can <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'm getting out of here. You know, yeah. Not happy about it, but I couldn't go anyways. They wouldn't let me photograph it. But um, so with yeah, she was Dr. Not Robbins, um, but if, at first, the reason I contacted just if we were going to have a C-section, I could have two people in there with me and you could have photographed it with my C-section. They would really? Yeah. I, you had to sign like this whole, like I had the whole paper and everything like printed out. Yeah. And they have rules. So I've done, uh, I've and you have to like talk to the thing and each doctor's like even whenever I'm photographing uh for a lot of them make me stay at their shoulders mm-hmm. um will be like and the mom's like oh, I want you to get this they'll kind of nod at me and let me 
get more, but most of them make you stay at the shoulders. Really? My, uh, when I, because the reason I did my cousin's birth was I photographed it and yeah. the doctor was like, let me get you a stool. Let me get the lighting right <laughs> for you. Like, I mean, yeah, it just that. depends on the doctors. It's yeah. not the doctors. I mean, because I guess and it was your doctor, the doctor that delivered clothes. Yeah, it was her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I bet she did. She didn't care. Chunk her. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But how was Grant? Was Grant? No, yeah, he was really good. He definitely left and got his food. I had Chloe. It was like midnight. And I was, as soon as I had her, I was like, you need to leave and go get me food. And so really like the only thing that was going to be open was like McDonald's or something that's like 24 hours, you know? And I was like, that's fine. I was like, I want food, but mainly I want a Coke on ice, like fountain drink Coke. Yeah. And so... He went to make, we're in Burleson, like so many options. He went to McDonald's and they were closed because they were power washing their windows and their sidewalk and stuff. So then he draw, drove across town to the other McDonald's, same thing, closed because they were power washing their parking lot and everything. And he said that he went to like so many different places trying to find it. And he came back, he had ended up going to QT and bought like one of everything off of those like heat roller things, you know, like there was like a hot dog and a taquito and a burrito, like everything they had. And then like, like a smoke on ice. And he was like, I didn't know what to get, but this is all <laughs> I, with Lake and I had told them, like when I was in labor, my whole, literally our whole family was there. My sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my in-laws, uh, my mom, my dad, um, who else? Brie was there. That's coffee. I had every my grandma my aunt and I looked over at my grandma my aunt I said y'all have one job I want food whenever I have this baby the moment I can have food I want food my aunt was like what do you want I was like I want a number seven from Jack in a box <laughs> I mean like I had it all I knew exactly what it was yeah and you yeah. remember that <laughs> yeah um so she did she had I do remember waking up that next morning whenever I found the baby in my arms so also looking over to seeing the bag of food. Me. Yeah, you. And she, Lakin had to go to the NICU for like 24 hours. She, um, she kept stop breathing. Like she wouldn't, they kept, um, I guess the same and... Yeah. Um, she just would turn blue. And so I called the nurses and they were like, oh, we're going to take her and, you know, run tests on her and stuff. Is that not weird that she still does that? Yeah, she still does that, y'all. If y'all have not heard of holding the um, holding breath syndrome, it's a real thing. Yep, Lakin does it. If she gets if she gets hurt or overwhelmed, she can't catch her breath, and she'll pass out. Mm. Yeah, it's that is not know that a very terrifying. Like anything that gets her worked yeah, up. anything that gets her worked up, it'll go where like she cannot catch her breath, and you can blow in her face and everything, and sometimes it doesn't work. So what do you have to do? Just let uh, her. I have to lay her down on a flat surface and let her come back to. And normally when she does it, she will just lay down for a good hour or two because she's so weak and can't get up and move. I mean, it literally, she would be like six months old. And you know how when babies like throw a big fit, like, I mean, it can be intense. And she would do that and literally just pass out, like hold her breath and pass out from like a fit. And the doctor was like, you just have to like ignore her fit and just yeah. let her get. And the first time she did it, it, I mean, I panicked. Like I was crying. I was like screaming and shaking her. Yeah. And, um, my mother-in-law, I think my mother-in-law was here and she was like, stop, stop. She was like, lay her down. And I was like, what? No, you know, <laughs> lay her down. She was like, her cousin does it too, or did it. 
when she was a uh-huh. baby. So I blame Nola. It's his side of the family. <laughs> but um, she she was like, just lay her down. It's fine. She'll be okay. Don't when she wakes up, don't give her any attention. And I was like, how do you do that I when your child? Her, yeah, when your child is turning blue, like that is not. So that's not your natural reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So the night of the Super Bowl, <laughs> it happened. And um, they were running through the house. The kids were running and she hit the side of her head and, um, or the face. (laughs) She hit the side of her face and um, I I didn't hear her crying. I heard her hit, you know, and I heard her little like, "Ah!" and so I walked in there and she was walking to me and she was just like, whoop, and just went out. I just laid on the floor with her, like waiting for her to come to. And And she can stop it sometimes. Like at my kid's birthday party, Lincoln had like closed the door on her finger, like on her pinky Stop. or something. And she like doesn't cry when it happens. Like she just like takes a big breath and then like quits breathing. And Kaylee saw it happen and ran over there and blew in her face. Like when you're trying to make their a baby hold their breath, essentially. But yeah. it does the opposite. And she she never passed out or anything. She yeah. kind of started breathing again and crying. But and it's only happened in front of Nolan like once or twice. And the first time it happened, because Nolan's normally like, when I tell him what? Okay. Um, normally when it happens, Nolan's not home or whatnot. And um, so the first time that he saw it happen, he panicked too. Because he's always like, just don't panic. It'll, she'll be okay. You know, nothing can happen from her holding her breath. And I'm like, easier said than yeah, done. Yeah, so much easier said than done. It's just, and it's different whenever it's your baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he panicked too the first time that he saw it happen. But she did, this kid, y'all, my kids hit their freaking head all the time. Like, I mean, it's like their bobbleheads or something. I don't know. Um, but she did, they were playing outside one day and she got knocked out, like completely knocked out, unconscious. And I'm running next door. I'm a mom of the year over here, left my little one. If you haven't seen outside. the video, we're going to send it to you. No. Yeah, send it to me. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's not ever getting knocked out it's like from the ring camera and uh-huh. Katie's just running out the door with like him passed out in her arms just screaming bloody murder at the neighbor she was going Juanita, Juanita, like top of her lungs and you just see her oh no i mean i'm running as fast as i can carrying a blunt kid yeah and lakin's like lifeless in my arms and why i'm like Juanita, like she's not breathing call 911 and because she got hit and got knocked out so when she woke up she was in pain and so she starts crying and then she was holding her breath again so then she passed out again because she went hit her or what did she get the dog (laughs) okay oh you know the little infants i didn't want someone to think like she got hit by a car or something oh no no (laughs) she was in a sweet the parker was in a little infant swing on their little playground and they were were pushing her yeah Uh I was pushing her well she was playing fetch with the dog and she ran to get the ball from the dog and right when she ran Sage ran in like front of her and kind of like tripped she tripped over her and Uh as she was coming down Parker's swing was coming up and hit her straight in the temple just Uh, right yeah right there instant like mid-air she just went and down and I was like (gasps) it was so it was so scary like it was terrifying but oh my computer battery might die oh yeah we need to plug that up do you have um it's over there on that okay or there's one right here too um it was really scary but I took her to the hospital 
And they said that actually that getting hit in your temples just like those um what are they called? Like UFC fighter kind of stuff. Like oh yeah. She just got hit in the right spot that she I she's okay. Yeah, they watched her, they said she had a really bad concussion. Um and she was fine. They sent her home like two hours later. And when I called Nolan to tell him, they're like, she's, he's, she's fine. You don't need to take her to the hospital. It's fine. They can't do nothing for concussion. And I was like, Nolan, what if, like, we have to take her. You can't just not take her to the hospital. And well, and then my thing is, is the one time I don't take them, something's the going to happen. And then I'm going to be mad at myself. Yeah. Well, I asked the doctors when we got there. I was like, do I, you know, if this ever happens again, do I need to bring her in? Like, they were like, yes, because if something was to happen like during the night she wasn't to wake up or something then you know cps can get involved for neglect because you were because i didn't take her to the hospital oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah and i was like so okay so i told nolan i was like see like i'm glad i took her but then he shows up at the hospital he shows up after telling me i don't need to take her and he's like oh baby are you okay do you want chick-fil-a like will that make you feel better and they called her in like some some pain medicine and some like nausea medicine and stuff because she was really she kept telling me she was gonna throw up and um so we left the hospital and he went to go get that and he came back with like four different things from chick-fil-a for her and i was like oh i thought i thought she was fine like you know daddy's baby girl's hurt so yeah, they try to play all hardball and stuff, but really they're, I know. This is hard with two kids here. Okay, it's real laugh. That's what yeah. You should see the so, pile of snacks. Oh. I don't get angry. I'm picking up to get something to eat. I know. Is your blood sugar getting low? No, I don't think so. Not that point. That's good. Well, um, so yeah, you said that um, Gracie was in the hospital for a week after you had her. Yes, and that was hard. So they and you have to leave because I mean they need you left. No, yeah. I I well I like they kick you out. Like they check you out and oh you, yeah yeah. So um, but I still I stayed like you can't sleep or have your stuff or anything you have like a chair and then if you but we just got a hotel right next door to little because the thought of just going home even uh so we're in waco so the hospital five minutes away from our house but i couldn't couldn't do that i don't know i do know some places like baylor i know has a ronald mcdonald house like across Uh the street and if your kid is in the NICU, you can like apply to be able to stay there so that you can just walk back and forth. Like once you're yeah. in the hospital, because like my yeah. sister-in-law, her first baby was in the NICU for like three months, but she was really, really early. Yeah. And so they didn't end up staying there. They stayed else, but it was an option for oh, wow. to look into is if there's a Ronald McDonald house around. And it's free. Like it's a yeah, I, I think, but mentally, even that, like, it's just hard to know that you're going to sleep away from your baby. Yeah. You never I, know. I imagine my babies were never even out of the room. Like I made them, Caden, they took him out of the room one time and it was to do his circumcision. Uh-huh. Everything else, like they came into the room to do everything. 
I was like, no, they can stay here. Yeah. And he had to be under the jaundice light for like 24 hours. And they asked me if I, they wanted to take him to like the nursery to do it or if they wanted me to bring the lights in there. And they brought the lights into the room and set him up in his little basket thing with the lights on and just came in and checked on him. So. Yeah, I wanted my babies with me all the time. After you had them, was it like, I had like separation anxiety. I was terrified to even, I was, I think Lakin was like almost four or five months old before I even let her go to my mom's for a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm still so I just want my kids all the time and then now that Gabby's getting 14 you would think that I would be better but then I'm like only have four more years with her and then she'll go off to college you know like we're going to be in high school next year that is she's going to high school next year you feel old school. enough to have a kid that that age that's what she that's what happens whenever you have that that's what happens when you have 19 <laughs> I know but I'm I was 24, 24 with Lakin, and I mean, that's still a baby. Like, I feel like that was- Yeah, so cool. that's still young, but- yeah. I know, I was 24 also, and I see people all the time, like, so young having a baby. I'm like, I was 24 and was terrified. I yeah. cannot imagine, like, what I would be thinking at 19. Yeah. There's no- but It worked out. It did work out. It worked out good. And, like, I just think, God, like, even though we weren't married and some people might disagree with me, I still think that God has part of it. Like, nope, you don't need to go to New York. You need to be here, you know, kind of thing. Do you think if you would have went to New York, you and Abel would have made it? I, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, because we have to answer that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that could be like, maybe God knew, like, if you would have taken that path, y'all wouldn't have been. Yeah, wouldn't have. Yeah. And that's, I think, that, you know. God had a big part of it. Like, wait a minute. You're trying to control your life. I got another plan for you. Well, I wasn't married either. If it makes you feel better. I, we were like so close. Yes, you're, you're planning. For a year, we had the whole wedding planned, books, invites out, like everything. Our wedding was supposed to be October 7th, I think. And I found out in February that I was pregnant. And so we ended up moving... We didn't have like a big wedding. We ended up like canceling that wedding and we did it at my in-laws house because um, my husband's grandpa marries like everyone in their family. And so we knew we wanted him to marry us. So we ended up just doing it at their house and it was just like family. And we did it in March because I was like, Chloe was due October like third. And I was like, I'm not one having a wedding right after I have a baby or being nine months pregnant at my wedding. Like we're either doing it sooner or we're waiting until after she like well after she well, yeah and so we ended up moving it up and we always said we were going to do like a big wedding but once we actually got married and I was like I don't want to spend the money now on like a big wedding like yeah we had like a huge wedding and we always said if we were to do it again we would do something small or yeah like I loved our wedding like it was easy it wasn't stressful like Kaylee was having panic attacks at her wedding because there was just so much going well, on and, Nolan and I was so overwhelmed and we actually were married for a whole year before we had our wedding yeah we got married in his parents backyard just us and our parents and I've always told everybody what yeah you were there like oh no you weren't there yet um <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we were. um 
we well, that's like now Graceland's like why wasn't I at your wedding because before yeah so, you know, she's in all of our wedding pictures and Grace was like well why wasn't I there you weren't showing up yet <laughs> yeah but yeah no we had a I loved our small wedding like if I could do it all over again I would only do the small wedding I wouldn't do yeah, and like big weddings are fun for the guests I feel yeah, like. not I didn't enjoy it at all so it was and then I had a cousin that instead of a big wedding uh, they just asked for the parents to give them the money that they would have spent and they use it for a down payment for a house and I was that like, was our <laughs> my parents tried to get us to do that yeah they were like we will write you a check today let's just do this instead of writing it to the wedding venue and, and no one was like she's going to resent me if I don't give her this wedding yeah yeah but looking back I think it would have probably been better if we would have done it that way and great but then oh I just got an order <laughs> Oh, well, and also, um, oh, yes, and the lotion is amazing. My whole family loves it. Oh, good. I'm- I still, I meant to, I keep on forgetting. I leave my the soaps by my computer, and so I'm in the shower. Yeah. Forgot to, put it, so gonna, that's going to be my goal is to put them in the shower today. Yeah. Oh, that's what uh, I was going to ask you real fast. Can you use this on your face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Gabby has, you know, her hidden things. Yeah, that especially that bar, the unscented oats one is really good for your face just because it doesn't have any of the added fragrance or anything that can kind of irritate your skin if you have super sensitive skin. But I mean I use the pink sugar one on my face every day. Yeah, definitely can last night. Um but yeah, I think. I don't there. Don't oh, them we missed some comments. Oh, Amber, her birthday is the same as Lincoln's birthday. Oh. Allison said, sad I missed most of this. I tried to get back to be able to chat live but, with y'all, but our morning oh, ended up That's okay. Ours was too. Yeah, we started a little late. Like I said, they don't tie them anymore. They remove it for cancer purposes. They're tubes? They remove your tubes now? Yeah, you can go. I don't know. I've never had my oh, is that not an option anymore? You can't get your tubes done? I know a lot of people have complications after getting. And I know there's like different ways of doing it. Like, I, like sometimes they carterize them in time. Sometimes they just mm. them. But I didn't know they like removed them. Well, or maybe they just remove like a section of them. Maybe. I Grant did that side of it. I was not getting my tubes out. I was like, that's like a whole procedure, like actual real surgery. Yours is yeah. like the next day you can go back to work. <laughs> it took me to convince Abel. I think he was like thinking that I was iffy, so he didn't want to go do it. So he finally right. went at his appointment and he's like, can I go do that? So yeah. Grant was like so terrified about it and it was literally no, be so easy. Like, I thought they were about to have to give him some anxiety medicine on the table because he was like, <gasps> but once they actually did it, he was like, that was so easy. <laughs> and I yeah. talked a long time. I'm like, tell Nolan, but I'm kind of glad now that we didn't do that because yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah. and in the back of your brain. So. I mean, it's not always reversible, but it's more reversible than like if a woman does it. Sometimes they don't even need to reverse it. It just happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Well, that's what I'm saying. And if he wants you up there, he wants you to have a baby, he's going to make you have a baby. That's exactly what our thoughts were. We were like, if that happens, then obviously God had way bigger plans than we did because we we're taking yeah. steps. <laughs> Parker's walking out. Parker's trying to escape the house. She's like, I'm done with y'all talking. So, yeah, I'm out of here. (laughs) But I guess we could wrap it up. I think we've been on here for two hours. Or no, I thought it told me somewhere. Well, I haven't seen. Oh, I had it split over because I have my hour and 40 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess the takeaway for the people watching is that every birth is different. Every pregnancy is different. There's no right or wrong way. Yeah. And like you can plan for what you want to happen. Parker's like doing the matrix over there. Doesn't necessarily mean that's the way it's going to happen, but also to just look into your options before you are there having a baby. Like look at what could happen if you have to have a C-section, look at the different like interventions that could possibly happen like the vacuum and things like that and just know the causes and the risk and know what you want to do if it comes down to that before. Yeah, because there's no time to Google it real fast or anything. And I think also going and exploring your doctors like just because someone on Facebook says one is great your personality is different than their personality and you need to choose that yourself and only you can choose that no one right. else that for you and just to like be your own advocate like just because the doctor says something doesn't mean you have to do that like you hire they're giving you medical advice but they can't like Obviously, now if it's come down to like your baby's not breathing, we have to get her out. Like that's a kind of a different situation. But in general, like you can advocate for yourself and you can say, no, I'm not comfortable with that. That's not what I want to do. I mean, I have heard of people leaving their doctor a month before they have a baby and getting a new doctor. Like you can do what you need to do for yourself and for your pregnancy. Yeah. And I think even like being young or whatever, that's hard. You you don't know, you know, like, so. And I, I don't know, a lot of people, like, there was a lot of things with, like, healing that I didn't know were going to be a thing. Like, people just don't talk about. All no one talks that. about, like, bleeding afterwards. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's like someone got murdered. And how. Yes. It's like- I remember, like, hitting the button and Abel was like, she's dying. She is bleeding to death. Because I went to go take my first shower. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And no one warned me about that. Even yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect with all that either. And that you going to the bathroom afterwards is like an act of Congress. <laughs> and those awful panties that they give you. Yes, diapers, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. I bled for bacon. I bled for, um, five, for five months afterwards. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, it was bad. Anything, uh, yeah, it's Parker, but uh, every, anything, like, I didn't want to do nothing. Yeah, I feel you. It was, it was not, you would think having a C-section that doing anything like that would be different. No, it was 
traumatic, especially because also you, I mean, you went through full labor. Yeah, I didn't know that. she was literally no, in. Like schedule, yeah. Not right the second. She, she was, was in the birthing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was not, it, literally for a full five months, I was just, I went back and forth to the doctor so many times and they wouldn't give me. He, um, because I was in a lot of pain still, and I was bruised for like that whole five months I was bleeding. I was so bruised really bad. Sorry, guys. I'm just kidding. That's okay. I think we're going to try to wrap it up. But thank y'all yeah. for joining us. I'm sorry we had technical difficulties. We know what we're doing now. We're going to yes. do better next week. But is there yeah. anything else you want to add, Charla? Nope. I think we covered it. All right. Well, Thanks for waking up early and having coffee with us. <laughs> so we'll see y'all next week. We're we gonna do next week again, Monday or? I'm good with that. Yeah. If we change it, we'll let y'all know on Facebook when it's gonna be. But and y'all let us know. Like, is this a good day for y'all? A good time for y'all? And y'all can always watch the replay. We'll get it up on the podcast today or tomorrow. So just other ways to listen to it. I think next week. What is the topic next week? Do we know yet? Um, I think we said that it was it going to be like about marriage. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I don't remember. I don't have my list in front of me. Yeah, we I won't have my kids. It'll be so much easier without the kids. <laughs> All righty. Well, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all.